0: Praise the Lord and good morning, Sound Gospel Radio Good morning We are back here for a fresh win on this Monday morning And all I can say is OMG OMG That prayer this morning was Listen, after after I do fresh wind, I may have to go into a fresh nap Okay, so some of y'all reach out to us I may not respond until sometime later (laughs) Amen Oh my goodness, God is worthy The Lord is worthy of all the praise. He's worthy of all the glory, honor, dominion, and power is due unto our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we just thank him this morning and thank you for everyone that tunes in. And I just say thank you, God, for your power, the presence that is everywhere, but has power that releases to us. Thank you for the power morning prayer. It has been a blessing. Listen, if you have not, I know some of y'all tune in at seven, so I ain't going to knock. I learned that I have two different crews. I have a crew that come to me for 6 a.m. prayer and it's by 7 a.m. Some people are already at work. Then I have a crew that just getting up and they come to a 7 a.m. fresh wind and they missed the prayer. But, you know, less what. Guess what? God is worthy of it all. And I thank you for being a part of whatever time you tune in, even if it's late at night, early in the morning, in the afternoon. Your supporting this station matters and it makes a big difference. And so we appreciate each and every one of you that support this radio station from across the country, across the world. I told y'all, I am amazed as to how many people listen to this station in different parts of the world, y'all. And it is our job not just jaleesa and i but if you are part of the sound gospel radio family it is your job to spread the gospel how tell somebody tell a friend tell a neighbor tell a co-worker tell somebody close to you hey listen to sound gospel radio give them the link give them the website tell them about the the three slide 365 app there's so many different ways to tune in and we're on so many other platforms so it's not just our website you can listen to us we're on uh streamer and uh i I know Streamer. Uh, I can't let's this is where I go st- I start talking but we're on radio.net I know we're on streamer and, and so many other platforms, I can't even name them all, but we're trying to get on so many different what they call radio directories so that people that may not know about us can stumble across Sound Gospel Radio. So you could be on Live 365 and stumble across us. You can be on the MyTuner app and stumble across us. You can go to Roku. We're on Roku now, we're on a fire stick. You got a fire stick, you got Roku. Go to download the Live 365 app and find Sound Gospel Radio. Uh, if you have the Tuner app, Find Sound Gospel Radio, radio.net, find Sound Gospel Radio, streamer. And there's some other platforms that we also reached out to, and they have our our uh, link is streaming on their network. Amen. And to God be the glory, we're here to expand ourselves, building hope, transforming lives, 24-7 Sound Gospel Radio. I got to move on. All right, we got to move on. It's sound, this is Monday morning, Sound Gospel Radio family. Um, we, we have been reading, we as Sound Gospel Radio family, We've been reading The Purpose Driven Life, and I just want to tell y'all, listen, Book Club has been amazing. Book Club has been amazing. We started out Book Club being 21 days, and Book Club has now been extended for the rest of the book. The book is a 40-day book, and we're going to extend Book Club, I think they said, till the second Friday of uh, February, I believe. Uh, so every Friday night at 8 p.m., we have our Book Club. It's a private Zoom of the body believers and I told people if they want to be a part, there still may be an opportunity, but you have to read the chapters. So I told folks, we, we're not playing. Don't come up in there and, and start mumbling, jumbling. Don't, and you didn't read the chapters. Somehow you're going to be exited and will say, oh, my, what happened to them? We're not playing. This is these are souls at stake. People are being healed and delivered and set free and, and people are being encouraged. So we're not we're not here just to look around to see who showed up. But we're here as a fellowship to really gain uh, insight with each other. And so that's what we've been doing on Sound Gospel Radio for our book club. So we're reading the book, Purpose Driven Life. Today is day 23. I just want to give you some highlights. I know on Friday, on um, Thursday, excuse me, um, Thursday, we we were talking about um, cultivating community. Yes, we were talking about on Thursday, cultivating community, and we shared that. Now, Friday, uh, talked about restoring broken fellowship. And there's things in ministry and in the fellowship of God, as we talk about this book, that needs to be restored. And and it's our job as the people of God to bring that restoration. And sometimes we may have a situation where there's a brother or sister that we had an issue with, or they had an issue with us, we had an issue with them. And, you know, before you talk to the person, the book tells tells us to talk to God. And that's true, I agree with that. You know, the Lord wants us to bring unity, saints. He wants us to bring unity to the body of Christ. And I said it on last week. If there ever is an issue with your brother or sister, pray about it first and see how the Lord works it out. But some stuff you may need to talk to your brother or sister about because there may be some things that happen that they didn't realize. I said it already. There's some times where I could have offended somebody. I didn't know I offended you. You know, and sometimes it may I may have said something that I didn't know that it offended and there's times where I this has happened Nathan I was offended by that. I didn't know. I it wasn't my intention. And so as we begin to grow, we learn and realize that wasn't my intention. I didn't mean to do that to you, my brother. You know, I can go back oh my goodness, so many stories of years past of Things that happen like that where I was offended or they were offended. and But we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And it's important that we work out our relationships here on earth. Why? Not just our relatives, our blood relatives, but our spiritual sisters and brothers. Because we're going to spend eternity with these people. Okay? So because I'm going to spend eternity with you, I need to get my act straight. So that talked about that in chapter 20. And chapter 21 talked about protecting your church. Oh, my goodness. Protecting your church. It is our job to protect the unity of the church. Again, I can't share it all. I can't talk about it all. But it is our job to protect the unity of the church. Oh, my goodness. He even said in the book, the unity in the church is so important that the New Testament gives more attention to the unity of the body of Christ and the unity of the church than it does about heaven or hell. And so the question is, well, why? Because if we can get the unity in the body of Christ together, then we can keep our focus on heaven and we can work this thing through and spend eternity together in heaven. Oh my goodness. Unity is the soul of fellowship. And he said in the book, if you destroy it, you can rip the heart out of Christ's body. Unity is the soul of fellowship. If you rip it, Oh, my goodness. And if you rip no, if you destroy it, let me say it right. Unity is the soul of fellowship. If you destroy that unity, you rip the heart out of Christ's body. Y'all hear that unity is so important. God does not like division. I don't like division. I, I listen. I believe in working together. There's times I've been in I've been in ministries where we didn't agree. I've been in ministries where I knew the person didn't care too much for me. I've been in ministries where I knew the person was jealous of me. I knew the person was intimidated to me and it was not my goal to flaunt around. I'm better than you. No, I'm here to work with you. I had a situation where, where I can tell the person was acting funny. Listen, the pastor put me in a position, not 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 myself. The pastor had put me in a position and the person started acting really funny because they thought I came to take their job. And, And after a while, I had to pray about it. Listen here. I prayed about it. And then eventually I went to the person. I said, listen, I'm not here to intimidate you. I'm here to work with you. Oh, hold up. Hold on. I just had a flashback because when I said it to that person, do you know me and that person begin to work together so well? We gelled so well in that ministry because I wasn't there to intimidate. I was there to work with them. And the pastor knew putting me in that part of the ministry was going to help that person develop and grow stronger. And I want to challenge you today. I know this ain't the fresh wind for the, for this chapter, but I want to challenge you today, people of God, instead of being jealous of someone that's coming in the ministry or already in the ministry, how about we find a way to say, hey, how can I learn what you learn? How can I do what you do? Sometimes we sit there and get envious and get jealous and that they think they can sing and they think they can do all this and they, they doing this, that, and the other, and talk about the person behind their back. I've had a situation happen to me. I was doing praise and worship for many years and I was tired of singing and playing the organ and, and, and there was a person in the audience that can sing just as well they went and told somebody else you know Nathan at the church hogging the mic he's hogging the mic And I'm sitting there when I heard it, I I was shocked and I was annoyed and I felt some type of way because I was tired of doing praise and worship by myself on the organ, stressed out, hoping and praying that somebody will come in. And so I reached out to the person and said, hey, listen, I want you to join the ministry. So they joined. (laughs) <laughs> and you know me, I was petty. I'm going to tell the truth. I said, well, you know, and I, I, I'm not trying to hog the mic. Oh, no, praise the Lord. Don't know. No. You know how to say are. to her. They, they, they act like they wasn't talking about you. But instead of them talking, and listen, I say this to say, instead of you talking about the person and being jealous about the person, why don't you as a brother or sister in Christ stand up and say, hey, let me help you out. Or hey, how can I do what you do? Listen, man, you're anointed, you're gifted. How do you know how to do that song? How do you know how to sing like that? How do you know how to do these type of graphics? I want to learn graphics. Let's work together. Huh? And so if you are a part of God's family, the book says, if you're a part of God's family, it is your responsibility to protect the unity where you fellowship. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's the truth. It is your responsibility. As believers, we share one Lord, one body, one purpose, one Father, one Spirit, one hope, one faith, one baptism, and one love. We share the same salvation, the same life, and the same future. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? We share all these things. Oh my goodness. So a factor is far more important than any differences that we could enumerate. Oh my goodness. So we need to focus on what we have in common, y'all, not our differences. Look at all those things we have in common I just mentioned. And we all have the same future. Did y'all ever think about that? That we're all going to heaven together? We got more in common than we than we have difference. Yeah, I may like sweet potato pie. You may like, you may like banana pudding. But guess what? We all going to heaven. Our future is all going to be the same if we are believers in Christ. Oh, my goodness. There's so much in that chapter. That's chapter 21. Let me keep moving. I can't read it all. I told you y'all need to read the book. Y'all sitting there and say, oh, where is that? I need to. I ain't going to tell you all everything in the chapter. The chapter does some other stuff in there. It gets uh, as as Bishop John Graham would say from Delaware. It gets gooder and (laughs) gooder. It gets gooder and gooder. On Sunday, yesterday, uh, it said in chapter 22, created to become like Christ. Mm. We are created to become like Christ. Oh, my goodness. To guess what, y'all? <laughs> Although we need to become like Christ, we will never be Christ. Although we want to become like God, we will never be God. So the desire to be a God, guess when it shows up? It shows up every time we try to control our circumstances, our future, and the people around us. I say it again. The desire to be a God shows up every time we try to control our circumstances, our future, and people around us. I say this, y'all. God doesn't want you to become a God He wants you to become godly. Oh, let me say it one more time. God doesn't want you to become a God. He wants you to become godly. That's what he set for his people to become. He wants us to be like him. Oh, listen, this is a part of the purpose. This is a part of the purpose that is driven towards the will and the way of the Holy Ghost. Oh, my Lord. Listen, isn't his word amazing? And so God wants to use us. He wants to use us. God wants to use his people for his glory. He wants to use his people for his honor. So I to say this when we get our lives and we realize our lives is in his purpose and realize our lives is in his will and in his way. Guess what happened, y'all? When we worry about things. On certain issues and certain stuff where God gets quiet. Guess what we find out? I'm gonna use this as an example. and even talks about it in the book. When we worry, I say this, sometimes we worry when God seems silent on specific issues such as, for instance, what career should I choose? Lord, what school should I go to? Or what career should I choose? Guess what the truth is, y'all? The truth is that there are many different careers that could be in God's will for your life. Because what God cares about most? Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The book talks about this. What God cares about most is that whatever you do, you do it in a Christ-like manner. God is far more interested in what you are than in what you do. Speak to me, Holy Spirit. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. God is far more interested in what you are than in what you do. Listen, y'all, we are human beings, not human doings. I'll say it again. We are human beings, not human doings. God is much more concerned about your character than your career. Because you will take your character into eternity, not your career. I close here. It's day 23, chapter 23, January the 23rd. God wants us to grow. And not just that he wants us to grow. God wants us to grow up. Oh, my goodness. It's sad because millions of Christians, they grow older, but they never grow up. They are stuck in perpetual spiritual infancy remaining in diapers and booties. Oh my goodness. And the reason is that they never intend to grow. And I want to share with you today, Sound Gospel Radio, spiritual growth is not automatic. It takes intentional commitment. You must want to grow, decide to grow, make an effort to grow and persist in growing. I say it again hallelujah. It takes spiritual growth is not automatic. I'm gonna leave it right there, and we're gonna close on that right there. Spiritual growth is not automatic, it takes an intentional commitment. You must want to grow, decide to grow, make an effort to grow, and persist. And growing. Oh, I was supposed to share this. I got to share this. And so in order for us to grow, we need to change our autopilot. We need to change our cruise control. You ever set your car on cruise control and the car is just automatically going at a certain speed and and even autopilot. We need to change our autopilot. Oh, I got to get this out. We got to change our autopilot. In order to change your autopilot, y'all, in order for us to grow in God, we need to change the way we think. Behind everything you do is a thought. Behind everything you do is a thought. Hear me, Sound Gospel Radio. Behind everything you do is a thought. Every behavior is motivated by a belief and every action is prompted by an attitude. God revealed this thousands of years ago. So imagine, and this is where I close. Imagine riding in a speedboat on a lake with an automatic pilot set to go east. If you decide to reverse and head west, you will have two possible ways to change the boat's direction. One way is to grab the steering wheel and physically force it to head in the opposite direction where the autopilot is programmed to go or by sheer willpower think about this you can overcome the autopilot but you will feel constant resistance your arms will eventually tire of the stress you let go of the steering wheel and the boat would instantly head back east the way it was internally programmed This is what happens when you try to change your life with willpower. Oh, help us today, Sound Gospel Radio. When you say, I'll force myself to eat less. I'll force myself to exercise more. I'll force myself. I'm going to quit being disorganized and being late. Yes, willpower can produce a short-term change, but it creates constant internal stress because you haven't dealt with the root of the cause of it. The change doesn't feel natural. So eventually, oh, the change doesn't feel natural. The change doesn't feel natural. So eventually you give up and you go off your diet. You quit exercising and you quickly revert to old patterns. But guess what, y'all? If you change your autopilot, if you change the way you think, then you can be set towards the goals and the aspirations and the desires that you have. So your first step in your spiritual growth is to start changing the way you think. Change always starts first in your mind. The way you think determines the way you feel. And the way you feel influences the way you act. To be like Christ You must develop the mind of Christ. And how do you develop the mind of Christ? It's in the word of God. Our prayer this morning was, Lord, order our steps, order our steps, order our steps. But where do we end it? Order our steps in your word. Father, this morning, I pray for every listener of Sound Gospel Radio, for every person that will hear this on our podcast. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you not only order our steps, but you renew our minds daily. Keep our hearts encouraged. bless our day, bless our week. Let us change our autopilot. Let us renew our mind, focus ourselves on you because there is a life that is purposely driven and that's to drive ourselves towards you, to be like you. And Lord, we thank you today. Thank you for this word. Thank you for this fresh wind. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. People of God, I always pray that you're blessed by these morning segments. Every Monday and Thursday, at 6 a.m., we have prayer. At 7 a.m., we have a fresh wind. Every Monday and Thursday, I invite you to be a part of this movement at Sound Gospel Radio. Let somebody know about Sound Gospel Radio. Don't hold it all to yourself. But guess what, y'all? Our continued goal is to do what? We're building hope. We're transforming lives 24-7. Sound Gospel Radio. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't touch that dial. Stay locked in. Here comes some music. Sound Gospel Radio.